listeners, welcome back to the next episode of Ladies First, your podcast featuring truly amazing and inspiring women. It's Alina here, and today I'm with Charu Thomas, CEO at Aviologics, and on Forbes 30 Under 30 list. So thank you so, so much for being with us. Um, can you start by explaining a little bit more about what Aviologics is and, you know, how you came to create it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So at Oculogics, what we do is we build a digital order fulfillment platform that enables retailers to do more with less people. So if you think about it with online grocery shopping, a really easy way to think about it is we essentially build the tools that retailers need to offer their own internal Instacart without using any third parties um, and do it profitably. So yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, have some incredible customers, Fortune 100s, uh, been featured on Forbes Business Insider and TechCrunch. And yeah, we're, we've been incredibly blessed. Uh, how I got to this point, it's kind of a funny story. So I went to Georgia Tech and was part of their number one industrial engineering program. Did work with the inventor of Google Glass for a number of years, published that work internationally, uh, and then won Best Paper. And through that experience, I learned a little bit about um, wearable computers, building my own uh, devices. And I also learned about uh, supply chain through my industrial engineering coursework and working through with the supply chain for McDonald's. And I realized that basically there's a lot of really heavy infrastructure ways to change supply chain. So you can put a lot of robotic systems like heavy automation, um, but it can be super capital intensive and it just doesn't make sense in some places if you just don't have the volumes for it. So I wanted to figure out a way to use infrastructure light systems like software to enable those efficiency gains. So that's kind of like the uh, fundamental idea. And then uh, when I moved to Northwest Arkansas, I learned a lot more about retail stores as well. And basically I, I, I noticed a trend where retail stores are becoming micro distribution centers. So essentially what we do at Archaeologics is we build the tools that enables that to happen as efficiently and as seamlessly as possible. So I was looking at your LinkedIn and you were talking about retailers. So how do you specifically help retailers operate more efficiently? Basically what we do is we give them a software tool and with some hardware enabled pieces as well that batches orders that they get online and make sure that any, any individuals within their store who are fulfilling those orders are doing so in the least amount of steps. So we essentially optimize their order fulfillment process. And because we do that, it's a lot more efficient for them and they can save a lot of money on labor, which is the most important, uh, most cost costly part of the entire process. So how big is your company and was it started by all like young entrepreneurs like yourself? Yeah, we have a pretty incredible team. We have a team of five and we've only had $100,000 in external funding. So pretty proud about how capital efficient we've been. Um, but yeah, everyone on our team is absolutely incredible. We are on the younger side, but we do have some, you know, industry veterans on our, on our team, um, as well as an incredible group of advisors, like the inventor of Google Glass, CEO of Walmart e-commerce, um, and many more experts in logistics. So your customers are leading Fortune 100 retailers. How, do you, how does Oculogics attract these, this consumer base? Yeah, that's a really good question. It's, it's very interesting. I think the first aspect of it is 
we're solving a really big challenge for them. So retailers tend to lose money on every online order that they have if they use third parties like Instacart. So we essentially enable them to take that control back and own the relationship with the customer. So I think that it's really compelling for them. And in addition, we have some incredible um, advisors as well and as, as an executive ambassador program that enable us to get to the right pla right places with the right people. So our executive ambassador program is essentially a group of incredible retail experts like the CNBC Squawk Box expert, previous executives at Fortune 100 companies, and they essentially see our solution, understand how it works, um, and then can suggest it to other friends or um, industry leaders throughout other companies. So essentially, that's one of the main channels. Uh, we also have a really strong, really strong partnerships with other similar solutions, both upstream and downstream from us, as well as um, making our solution as light as possible. So it's super easy to get up and running with our technology. So I was looking through it and on your, you know, list of advisors, um, they're obviously really, really noteworthy. You have some from Google and Walmart and other big companies. So how do you get these types of advisors to work with your company? Yeah, honestly, a lot of it has to do with luck. I got really lucky. So Thad, who's the inventor of Google Glass, I've known him for years. I did research with him for quite a few years and he's made such a big impact on my life. In fact, He's the reason I want to be a cyborg and I want everyone else to be a cyborg, which was kind of one of those fundamental ideas that drove me to this in the first place. Um, and then Mark Laurie, who's the CEO of Walmart e-commerce. That's a really funny story. Actually, we ended up building a, we ended up, build, it, it, it's honestly insane to even say this story, but uh, we built him a custom application for a wedding that he was uh, doing so he wanted to yeah so he was essentially wanted to use the technology to um, marry other people his brother and um, that's so cool yeah yeah so we we went uh, <laughs> uh, we went up to his house in New York City and got to show him how to use the technology and get him set up and he's been incredible since then but yeah isn't that insane like I don't know how come up with that I yeah, we, we got um, introduced through that actually because he wanted he wanted um, cool technology for the wedding and and so we we just happened to be in the right spot. <laughs> that is so cool. So it was the two of you that two of you did it. I'm sorry, the, so two, the of two of you did it for him. Oh uh, yeah, like me and one of my teammates and and the, our entire team. We we built a custom project for him. And how long did that take? Oh, it was insane. He called us on, I think, Sunday, and we had to fly out on Tuesday. So we, like, so <laughs> built really quickly. And, uh, yeah, we did. I mean, we did it. So it worked out. Wow, that's really neat. So how did you manage to get on the 30 under 30 list? That's obviously something that's really impressive and hard. So how did you manage to get there? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty exciting. I, I was really honored to be a part of the list, obviously. Uh, so, I mean, I didn't know too much about the process, but I think maybe like a couple weeks before the list came out, they emailed me and they wanted to like verify, I guess, facts about me and stuff. So I just responded to it and I didn't actually get that much context because it was l really just like an email that was like, oh, is this r real? And I was like, uh, yeah, but like, 
why are you asking? And they didn't answer me <laughs> when I asked, why are you asking? And so, uh, yeah. And then, and then it came out like a week or two later. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> That's so, so you like weren't expecting it. Not really. I mean, there was, yeah. I mean, I didn't have that much context, honestly. So there was so exciting for you. Yeah, it was crazy. So how did you get into wearable tech? I find it it's such an interesting idea. Like, how did you get into doing that? Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Like, honestly, again, it was kind of random. Um, I, so Thad Starner, who's the inventor of Google Glass, is a professor at True Tech. And um, I went to his office hours one day and I just waited and I said, I wanted to start, I want to start a company. And he kind of laughed at me a little bit because <laughs> he was like, okay, well, I hear this all the time, so to speak. Uh, and so he gave me a book that was business plans that win dollar signs. And he said, give me 10% when you're a billionaire. He was being facetious, obviously, but like to me, it meant the absolute world because he was someone who I looked up to a lot, obviously was a really prominent professor on campus. And so I, I mean, I took the book, I read it, and the next week I was back and I just kept bothering him uh, and going to his office hours every week. And eventually I started doing research with him. I led some teams. Uh, we, we published our own research, one best paper internationally at a wearable computing symposium. And yeah, that was essentially the story. It was, it was just me bothering Thad <laughs> incessantly. And I think I still do probably. Uh, but yeah, now he's one of my closest friends and one of the greatest mentors I've ever had. So. And your teammates, are they friends that you worked with in college or you found them afterwards and you all kind of wanted to start something like this? Yeah, actually, none of my teammates I knew in college. Um, I, I hired almost everyone independently, except for one of them, actually, I, I realize now. Um, so one of our teammates, it's also a funny story how I met him. Um, we were both at a Princeton entrepreneurship competition called Tiger Launch. And he also had started an augmented reality company. And I remember we were at U Chicago giving our pitch and uh, I was wearing the devices and I, I went, he came up to me and he was like, is that, is, do you know someone named Thad Starner? And I was like, yes, but how do you know him? Cause Thad, while he is a very prominent professor, he's in the wearable community computing community, which is pretty small, honestly, from an academic enclave perspective, you know, like there's bigger communities like HCI and robotics and all these other ones, but wearables are pretty small in general. So not many people really know who he is aside from people who are in the community. So I was super shocked and I was like, yeah, he's my advisor. <laughs> and we like hit it off and it was really funny because I never would have expected. And we, we were bonding about this other technology that Thad has promoted called the Remembrance Agent. Uh, which is definitely one of the best ideas that I've ever heard in my life. It's basically, I don't know how to explain super well because I'm not an expert on it, but basically it's a search engine of everything that you've ever written that's always on. So as you're typing or as you're working, it will always be there and you can pull up information. Um, so it's like contextual search essentially. So Anyways, we were bonding over like other ideas through <laughs> that Thad has created and uh, yeah. So that's the only person I knew, but everyone else on my team I met like after the fact and they're also incredible, but I wasn't lucky enough to have met them earlier, unfortunately, <laughs> glad I know them now. <laughs> yes, very glad. So I always kind of 
like end off by asking this, you know, obviously you became such an impressive woman at such a young age. So if you could give one piece of advice, you know, more specifically to our young female listeners, what would that piece of advice be? Well, I would first of all preface by saying that I don't know if I'm in the position to really give advice. You know, like I'm still growing and I'm still hoping to be more in a leader. Uh, but that being said, from my experience, if I were to give advice to myself at a younger age, I think the biggest thing I'd consider is um, to really focus and meditate on your goals uh, repetitively. I think that that's probably been one of the most important practices that I've uh, built up in the more recent years. So like every Sunday, for instance, I really reflect on my goals and, and what I want to accomplish. And I'm very specific about like what it is. So, you know, if it's, you know, I want to build a company that does X in revenue, you know, like if you, if you give numbers to it, um, it, it becomes a lot more practical and just revisiting it and thinking about it a lot and almost daydreaming about it is really helpful. And yeah, I think that's probably one of the things is keep the goal at mind because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, excuse me, like things that come up in the way. Um, I don't know, there's just a lot of set, setbacks that happen, but if you really keep that vision of what you wanna accomplish at the top of your mind, it doesn't matter because you're always gonna be hopeful and excited for that stuff when it does happen, because it will. So I think that that's probably what I'd say if I could talk to my younger self. I like that piece of advice. Well, thank you so, so much for being with us today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. This is Alina Puri, and tune in next time for another special guest.